0: Hey there, I'm Bethany Van Delft, and welcome to The 10 News, the show where, in the time it takes to suit up for a round of inflatable sumo wrestling, we find out what's up in the world. In today's episode, we'll find out how LeBron James is giving a major assist off the basketball court, learn about poll workers, the unsung heroes of Election Day, talk money matters in men's versus women's sports, and finds out how long it took to play the longest professional tennis match ever played. Okay, let's get into the 10 News. 10. 9. 8. 7. 6. 5. 4, 4. 3. 2. 1. Athletes who play their sport with millions of people watching have a platform. Meaning, with a big audience focused on them, they have a unique opportunity to make an impactful statement. Many athletes have used their platform to speak out when they see injustice, like former 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick taking a knee during the National Anthem at games, or tennis superstar Naomi Osaka wearing the names of victims of racial injustice on her face mask during every round on her way to winning this year's U.S. Open. LeBron James is another great example. As a four-time NBA champion who's just as known for scoring as he is passing the ball and getting others involved— It should come as no surprise that while competing for his latest championship, he used his platform to bring attention to important issues outside of basketball. We
1: will definitely not uh, shut up and dribble. And to have athletes feel empowered to speak about whatever they feel like they want to speak about, to have that platform means
0: everything to me. With a pivotal presidential election just around the corner, LeBron and a number of professional athletes took note and launched more than a vote. A nonprofit organization aimed at fighting voter suppression, a tactic used to discourage even prevent specific groups of people from voting. Their hope is that more African American voters will go to the polls this year. Yes! Back in June, More Than a Vote issued an open letter addressing their mission. We are focused on systemic voter suppression in our community and have a specific mission educate, energize, and protect Black voters. It's clear they want people to know their vote matters, but they're not just looking to inspire people. They want them to take part in the movement, too. More Than a Vote recently partnered with the racial justice law firm NAACP Legal Defense Fund and launched We Got Next, a campaign that amazingly recruited more than 10,000 poll workers to volunteer in black communities this election. Having enough poll workers is crucial in fighting voter suppression because it makes it easier for people to safely cast their ballots without standing in line for hours on end, a major problem in the past that has even kept some people from getting to vote at all. Now, more than a vote is looking to get the younger generation involved in helping at the polls. And who better than LeBron James to assist them in getting it done?
1: Come on. LeBron James, why stop now?
0: Did you know that in Major League Baseball games, the umpires are required to wear black underwear just in case they split their pants? Oh my gosh, that is so smart. I think I'm going to be doing that forever now. Also, how many umpires have split their pants? a lot about poll workers lately. Wondering what they do and why we need them? Let's hear a few facts from our friend, 11-year-old Isaac.
2: Three facts about poll workers. Number one. Poll workers are volunteers who set up polling sites on election day, check voters when they arrive, answer questions, and give important instructions. They help make sure everyone has a smooth and positive voting experience. Number two. According to the Election Assistance Commission, the majority of poll workers tend to be over 60 years old. Because people in that age group are considered high risk for complications of COVID-19, this year's election is facing a poll worker shortage as people who might normally volunteer are opting to stay cautious during the pandemic. Number three. Even though many more people than usual are expected to vote by mail this year, election officials are working hard to make sure that there are enough poll workers to support in-person voting at polling sites. The state of Tennessee even lowered the age requirements for poll workers to 16 years old, which means Tennesseans who aren't old enough to vote can still play a, a huge major role in this election.
0: Thanks, Isaac. Professional sports are big business and pro athletes can make millions of dollars. But when it comes to men's sports versus women's sports, not all paychecks are created equal. Let's hear from Friends of the Ten, Kenny Curtis, to find out more.
1: Thank you, Bethany. Okay, today we're going to talk about a very important issue in the world of sports. The gender pay gap. Yeah, okay, I know. It's not exactly what you were expecting. I will not be discussing LeBron or Tom Brady or anything like that. Instead, we're going to look at the difference between what male and female athletes get paid. Because it's a big deal. Now, it's easy to assume that equal pay isn't really an issue anymore. You might think that in this day and age, women will be paid exactly the same as men. But that's not exactly the case, especially in the sports industry. This is still a thing, people. Take basketball, for example. In 2019, the highest paid player in the Women's National Basketball Association, the WNBA, made $113,500 a year. Okay. Now, what did the top player in the men's league, the NBA, make? $40 million dollars. To be fair, the WNBA has a much shorter season and the NBA does generate a lot more interest from fans and makes a lot more money. But should the best male basketball player be making 300 times more than the best female basketball player? And of course, there's soccer, a sport that's really popular and commonly played by kids all over the world today. You might remember that the U.S. Women's National Team won the Women's World Cup, the biggest soccer tournament in the world, back-to-back in tournaments in both 2015 and 2019. The U.S. Men's National Team, unfortunately, failed to qualify for the 2018 Men's World Cup and didn't even get to play. So you'd think that, in this case especially, the women athletes would have to be paid the same, if not better, than the male athletes. After all, the women have won way more games and are indisputably the better franchise, right? Wrong. The women's team continues to get paid lower bonuses for friendlies, tournaments, and other World Cup qualifying matches. And in 2019, the highest salary in the National Women's Soccer League was $46,200 compared to $7.2 in the men's National League. The U.S. women's national team brought the issue of equal pay back into the spotlight when they sued the U.S. Soccer Federation for discrimination over pay. But in May, a judge ruled against them and dismissed the charges. The USWNT plans to appeal that decision. So, it seems like we're headed in the right direction... But there's still a long way to go before we achieve equality among men and women athletes.
0: It's time for your trivia question of the day. How long was the longest professional tennis match ever played? Was it A, eight hours, B, 11 hours, or C, 17 hours. Have you guessed it? The answer is... B. 11 hours and 5 minutes to be exact. In June of 2010, American John Isner and Nicolas Mahou of France battled it out in the now legendary match that took place over the course of three days. How did it end? With a winning backhand down the line from Isner. You can watch the whole thing, yes, all of it, on Wimbledon's YouTube channel. I want to see reaction videos to watching 11 hours of tennis. Oh my gosh, what would that be like? <sighs> ah, our time is up. That's the end of the 10 for today. You can catch new episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. The 10 News is a co-production of Small But Mighty Media in collaboration with Next Chapter Podcasts and distributed by iHeartRadio. The 10 News writing team is led by editorial director Tracy Crooks with contributions from Stephen Tompkins and Kenny Curtis. The creative producer is Jenner Pasqua. Marketing is led by Jacob Bronstein with web support by Adam Farr. Editing and sound design by Pete Musto under the production direction of Jeremiah Tittle. Executive producer Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan round out the team. If you have questions about the show, a story idea, or a fun fact you want to share, email us at hello at the10news.com. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review The 10 News on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Bethany Van Delft. And thanks for listening to the 10 News. Now, go play a game you could keep at for 11 hours. What would that be? Minecraft? What could you play for 11
2: hours? Roblox. Is that a game? I don't know.